0: Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach.
1: Welcome to a Saturday, July 1st edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. Today we're going to be talking about the Titans TV-ish series that is going to be on DC's new streaming service. Um, there's been some news on like casting, and, or not actual casting, but casting calls uh, for what sounds like hints of of what characters will be in. And we'll we'll talk a little bit today about what we want to see in the show and what we think we're going to get for that. Um, But that something called that hashtag show has character breakdowns of, you know, for casting who they're looking for. And it sounds like uh, Nightwing, Raven, Starfire and Beast Boy, which those are the names we've kind of heard in the past. So I'm curious to see if that's the core four that they will be going with or if there are others, but that's who is listed. And by the way, they're not listed specifically. They're given fake names, obviously, because that's how you do it. Really throws people off. But um, <laughs> right, yeah. So the first one li- named as John Crossland. He is described as a male, late twenties to early thirties, Caucasian, equal parts charm and impenetrability. John is a cop, nice smile, tired eyes, cool, distant manner. John is haunted by the murder of his family. Who do you think this could be?
0: That's a that's a tough one. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead with Nightwing maybe.
1: Yeah. I like to think that they chose John as the name as a as a reference to Dark Knight Rises. John Blake Robin did it. <laughs> um but yeah, that sounds a lot like Nightwing and a series lead. And it doesn't give a lot of descri- other description. I mean there's a long description but it basically says Nightwing <laughs> right. without saying it. Yeah. Um, and, I, and
0: I I'm it'll be interesting to see him uh as a cop and a vigilante. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see that both sides. I mean, that's what part of what makes the Nightwing character pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, that's something you know, he's a lot of times he is a, a cop when he goes off and then goes back to be... I'm really curious how they approach it, you know, is are they going to mention Batman or they just, you know, specifically mention him? I mean, I think they probably will without showing him um, and, you know, talk about his past as a crime fighter, but we don't know if this is Nightwing who it's going to be his first day as Nightwing. Or, if you know, and he's obviously experienced having been Robin in the past or if we're going to see a, you know, this is someone who's been Nightwing for a while. And by if he's in his late 20s, early 30s, then I would guess he's probably kind of established in Bloodhaven as Nightwing. Yeah, I think at that age, for sure, that's
0: it's not like he's going to be become Nightwing on this show. I think he's already
1: <clears throat> he's already been Nightwing for a while
0: uh, at that age. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and uh, the next description is sounds like Raven. Uh, it's listed as Sarah, female mid teens, troubled, bullied, often scared, but unwilling to show it. Sarah is a loner uh, and she's haunted by a dark force inside her. <laughs> so that obviously sounds like Raven. But uh, with mid teens being the age, I guess that sort of ages out Aubrey Plaza out of yeah. <laughs> the, which everybody has always fan cast her as raven for as long as i can remember which she does kind of look a lot like raven and have the personality um but yeah that sounds like raven i'm glad there there's going to be a younger character like with nightwing being in his late 20s obviously they can't call his teen titans they have to call it titans but it'll be cool to have you know i'm hoping that they have some show some younger characters which again that would be different from what we have on dc tv we don't really have anything uh with a lot of young younger characters we've got a lot of Mid twenties, late twenties, those kinds of heroes.
0: Yeah, and it at least seems just from this um, that like they're setting it up. The Nightwings, like we said, he's going to be a bit older, a little more grizzled. Maybe has seen some rougher stuff, and it'll be nice to see that interaction with some of these newer, younger characters that maybe are figuring out their powers, figuring out how they can help out in the world, and maybe you know Nightwing's a little jaded from what he's seen, and just some of the interactions between that. I'm sure there's a lot of opportunities for good storytelling and
1: Aubrey Plaza it still looks pretty young she could probably pull it off <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure she could um but yeah that's a good point that you mentioned with with nightwing i'm wondering if this is one who has seen meta humans seen mm-hmm. superpowers and, and magical stuff or if he's just worked with batman on sort of the street level gotham crime um i'm really curious to see that too that's a good point yeah next up
0: is uh casey who is female? Twenties. Uh, she's tall, stunning woman. Her beauty is so magnificent, it's almost inhuman. Elegant, refined, and mysterious. Um, and somebody is trying to kill her, and she's trying to figure out who it is and why they're doing it. Uh,
1: who does this sound like to you, Tom? Yeah. Again, that's obviously mm-hmm. a, a synopsis for Starfire, and, and um, I, I'm just amazed with Raven and Starfire. That's uh, how they how they're going to do this <laughs> because yeah. those are not easy characters to portray on the screen. Uh, especially on a TV budget. So I'm I'm curious to see how they show their powers and how they do them. But Starfire is, I don't know where, but she's up there in terms of most popular female DC characters. Yeah. Um, most powerful DC superheroes. There's not many who are definitely above her. Obviously, you know, Wonder Woman, Batgirl, and Supergirl are well-known. But, I mean, there's also Black Canary. um, batwoman but after that you know there's a few others but starfire is really up there and we haven't seen her on screen yet so i'm i'm very excited to see how they handle that and um what she does yeah so as far as i guess we'll talk about this
0: too with the next character as well but like as far as look do you think they're gonna go more human less makeup you know, like Starfire has very distinct look, you know, she's not a human. Um, or do you think they're going to maybe humanize the character a bit more?
1: Well, I think that's a good question. I think, you know, she can obviously be portrayed by a human, but maybe they just give her the green, green contacts, sort yeah. of I don't, uh, green whole eye contacts, <laughs> which would be weird. But I think I really hope they do it because why not? Right. Um, but other than that, yeah, they'll just have, need... A fit six foot tall woman. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Ideally, but uh, at least based on her comic book look. But yeah, I don't. The the next character is definitely the one who will be trickier to pull off. Yeah. And that is Jax, who really sounds like probably Beast Boy. uh, Mid to late teens. Funny and charming. He's an amateur thief whose humor hides his insecurities and past pain. Not the toughest kid on the streets. He's learned to survive in the world with his wit and quick thinking. That's kind of a generic description, but considering Jeff Johns already sort of let the cat out of the bag that Beast Boy was going to be in it, I think that's who we would most likely think it is. Yeah, for sure. And
0: that's that's super exciting. I mean, it's, it's hard to find people who don't like the character of Beast Boy. And so obviously a, a way to bring some of these fans in is to have him on the show and Um, yeah, I'm really excited to see what they do with a live action beast boy. And it, it is, again, it's a question of like, how big is the budget going to be for this? What, what kind of room do they have for effects? How many times can he transform and how are they going to do it? And what are they going to have him look like when he's not transformed? Uh, so yeah, I'm just interested to see what they do with that.
1: Yeah. I mean, you'd think it would have to be a full CG character to transform from, you know, an elephant to a bird, to a rhinoceros, to a, to a whatever, so that's uh, that's really. I'm really wondering how they do that. Maybe they do something where they give him one different animal each episode or mm-hmm. something like that. Try to try to limit it so they don't go back as force that much. Kind of on Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow, they've had Vixen, which you don't. It's not the same thing at all. But they show glimpses. You know, before she uses her powers of the animal, she's harnessing or whatever and and they just so show a glimpse of that and that works good for that but showing beast boy is a completely different thing
0: yeah and it i i kind of like the idea you have where they maybe limit him to one animal per episode as opposed to a lot of times to save money on these shows sometimes you'll see that almost every episode they'll be like oh well it doesn't work this time because of this and they just completely skip the expensive looking characters power um because something is wrong with him. So I hope, hopefully maybe they, they get to use him regularly. They just
1: don't have to overdo it. Why don't you just say Martian Manhunter? I know, I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're all thinking. Um, yeah, I wonder if it will be like Martian Manhunter, where he's a human 90% of the time, but then they show him, you know, he needs to trample on someone. So they CG something for a quick minute. I, I think that's how they probably will do it now that, now that we've talked about it a little bit. Um, so I don't think we're going to see Beast Boy in full. I wonder if he'll be green the whole time. Yeah, that's Because I don't know know if that'll take if they'll like body paint him as green, or or what you know. Um, but it's definitely going to be a tricky to character to pull off. But I'm really excited to see how it works in live action, especially on a TV slash slash, streaming service budget. Right, and
0: as much as we're talking about the way he's going to look and how much it's going to cost to do his effects and everything that's not at the end of the day for me at least That's not what makes beast boy an interesting character obviously his humor and just his mannerisms and kind of his his attitude and way of carrying himself is what makes him an interesting character and so if the actor can pull that off at the end of the day it's okay if they don't show him transforming that much or if he looks different than what i thought he was going to look like if he's still
1: at the heart the same character i'm going to be invested in it enjoy it yeah i'm the the same way too i want him to get the character right and you know it might be one of those things you just have to live with. Like, I'm, I'm not, I don't even think Beast Boy transforming all the time is necessarily that cool. I think sometimes it can be pretty funny, but at the same time, it is a part of his character. And if you're going to bring him in, you kind of have to have that to some right. extent, you know, otherwise you just use a different character. There are other similar characters you could have swapped out who have different powers, but um, could still fit into the team. So these are the, that's the four core members that are listed. It doesn't mean there aren't other series regulars, but that's all that that we have. But it makes me wonder if, if they're just going to stick with four heroes, you know, traditionally the Teen Titans, most iterations have more character, more versions than that, you know, six or seven or something like that. Uh, So I think that might be a smart way to sort of limit the cost is just have, you know, you've got one human hero and then three others who have superpowers rather than trying to you know, also have kid flash or, and also have Tara or others like that. You know, you can, the fewer characters with special powers, that's a way to keep costs down.
0: Yeah, definitely. And uh, if I had to guess too, I think they, once they get these four core characters casted and they see kind of what mannerisms and characters, character traits they have filled in on the show, if there's any other holes, maybe they'll, they'll bring on another series regular to kind of fill, whatever role they need on the show, uh, but maybe won't be another Titan. Maybe it'll just be some sort of human that they're working with that is helping them organize things or something that brings some other character trait that one of these four isn't.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that might be something where let's see. This is sort of uncharted territory, so they might just take season one with these four, see what happens. If it's successful, let's add some more super powered characters. And if it's not, maybe not do that. right
0: yeah i mean like on flash there's so many people without powers just hanging out in star labs all the time right but you enjoy it so they i mean they could obviously they could do something like that too um so talking about this first season do you have any feeling idea how many episodes we're going to get in this first do you think it's going to be long like a 20 something episode or maybe like a 10 13 episode kind of season
1: you know, the more I think about it, the more I think it's less episodes, but I don't have any inside knowledge. If I had to guess, like I'd say six or eight or something like that, a mini series, sort of with you've got the four main characters. Let's do six to eight episodes in the spring. And if it's really successful, we can come back again and do a second season. That's again, six or eight episodes in the fall or something like that. I would sort of rather have that and then throw out 13 episodes and see what happens. Yeah. I think
0: I agree. Um, like you said, this is pretty uncharted waters. This is not gonna be this isn't on a regular T V station, it's gonna be streaming and they really don't know what the demand is gonna be. And so if I were doing it to be safe, I would do like a, like you said, like a six eight episode short, little compact, maybe just even one big story that just arcs across right. those six, that would be great. So I hope they do something like that.
1: Yeah, I think that's what they're doing, but again, we don't know for sure, and I would I would love to see that. Um but I'm sure they know the demand is there, but it's just a matter of how many people, when the time comes, will actually you know put credit card into system right. and say, I want this every month. Give me more. Exactly. Um, and so another kind of offshoot
0: of that question is if they are doing a short season like we both think they are, would you release all of those episodes at once or one at a time? I'll, I'll tip my hand first and say that I would, I would hope that they would release all of them, especially if they do a short, like six episode little mini series, I would hope that they would just release them all at once instead of every week or every other week or something like that. And just give people a chance to binge them all, get really hyped up about it and then talk about it. Um, But that's just
1: my personal hope. I think so. Um, I think that's the way streaming is going. That's sort of my preferred way to watch stuff is in the binge format as opposed to weekly or or whatever. Um, just because I think you retain more, it's more enjoyable experience. So I think that's what they'll be going with. Um, stepping back thinking from a business perspective though, it might be smart to do it in like do it in a weekly format or do it in like two chunks just so you don't get people who sign up for a seven day free trial or, or sign up for one month, watch everything that's new and then cancel it and come back later. Um, especially if they only have if they drop young justice and teen titans right at once and then have nothing for six months or a year you're you're probably going to get people who cancel um so maybe that's the only reason i would suggest maybe not doing it at once but i think that's what they'll do is drop it at once yeah i mean
0: i think i think they should drop it at once and if they if they're concerned about that then maybe just like if you're on the free trial, you only get to see the first one or two episodes or something like that. You actually have to pay to see the rest of it because and especially if they do the if they do just one kind of long arc of a story, I would love to just sit down and watch all six episodes in a row if that's what they end up doing, you know, just kind of like a, a kind of longer movie. Um So even if even if they release them every week, I would maybe wait until they're all out so that i could watch them back to back
1: i would like to <laughs> i don't know if i'd be able to because i'd want right. to, uh, <laughs> to taste it out but they, they could also kind of go in with your idea they could drop the first episode uh just free everywhere um but yeah. if you want to watch the rest you got to sign up to the service and and pay for it i think that would be a smart way to get people interested without having to commit to the service but again this service could be really cheap uh, yeah the that animated service that Warner brothers did. I forgot what it is with the animated stuff. I think that's four or five bucks a month. Mm-hmm. So if it's something like that, I think it would get people to stay more. Definitely. All right. Well, that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening and we'll be back again tomorrow.
0: Thanks for listening and make sure to check out DC daily drop on Twitter, Facebook and DC drop by tomorrow for more DC news.